Hello and welcome back yet again to the Bibs Corner Podcast. Uh, the Mavs got the win over the Rockets tonight in Houston. Uh, good bounce back win. Luka was back in the lineup after sitting out the previous game. Um, let me start this off by talking about how trash the Rockets announcers are, actually. Uh, I knew we were off to a bad start when they called Dwight Powell Josh Powell. Um, Josh Powell hasn't played for the Mavericks in like 15 years. <laughs> uh, it was a good throwback call, but my goodness, they, they were calling Dwight a stretch four. They said that he was one of the m- most notorious actors in the league. They said he was a better shooter than Willie Colley Stein. Uh, they kept mixing up player names. I think at one point they said that Hardaway passed the ball to himself. Um, and they said that Luca was 23. So just just a bad night. I could go on and on. I could really spend 30 minutes telling you all the terrible things that were said during the broadcast. Rockets commentators got to be bottom two with the Celtics. Uh, I I can't dispute that. If you got a better option for me, let me know uh, as far as the the worst out there. Back to the basketball, though. Um, We got off to a great start. First of all, uh, Rick changed the starting lineups. Never thought I'd see the day. Thought he was going to ride this baby on out. But uh, he got the matchup against his protege, Silas, and said, yeah, I, I better put my best foot forward on this one. So Willie Colley-Stein for Powell. Maxi started as well. Um, THJ was sent to the bench after his terrible shooting performance yesterday. Uh, likely to give us some firepower off the bench. I saw some people mentioning that with THJ and Richardson playing together, uh, Richardson wasn't getting any plays really drawn up for him because they were all THJ plays. Uh, so now if he sticks with this change, we should see Richardson get some different looks than he's been getting. At In the first half, it looked great. Uh, Luca had 20 in the first half, first of all. Richardson had 14 at the half. Willie Colley-Stein had 6-3 and three at the half, which is a rebound away from what Dwight Powell averages per game, which should let you know right off the bat that the move was the right move to make. And uh, THJ had 11 off the bench in the first half. So as far as those moves looked, it looked like it worked out. T- uh, Luca had a lob threat to throw the ball to over the top. And Richardson, like I said, without THJ to take some of those shots away, he was getting some good looks early in the game. Uh, Willie Colley-Stein made some plays. I think he got a steal on like the first possession. Uh, he had a lob attempt as well but I, I thought he got fouled but they didn't call it and then again thj off the bench came out firing which is pretty much what he's gonna do regardless but he was actually hitting tonight which makes all the difference uh that's really all i got for the the cold open here i try to keep them under three minutes where we've just crossed the three minute mark so uh let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the box scores Hi, you may have noticed that I don't have any sponsors right now, so I'm going to be my own sponsor. First of all, if you're a new listener who's just picking up here in the new MAV season, you may not have caught some of my best content on this podcast, so let me direct you. If you're looking for something to watch, if you like the history of basketball, I said watch. If you're looking for something to listen to (laughs) and you're big on the history of basketball and maybe you want to learn something about the history of basketball go back to the end of last season and check out the goat series 
In that series, I count down the 50. It ends up being 52 because of some changes I made. But it's the 52 greatest NBA players of all time. Um, I used a mathematic formula, which I break down in the first 30 minutes of the first episode. If you don't care about all that, just skip those first 25 to 30 minutes And it begins with the countdown. And from there, uh, each episode gives you five to ten players. Uh, The closer I get to number one, the more detail you get on each player. So from everybody's account, it was some great content. I plan to bring it back every year updating because there are some active players in the list. And there will be some movement every year on where guys are ranked. Some guys may move down because I do consider point per game, rebound, etc. averages in as part of the formula. Anyway, <clears throat> so check that out. Goat series. Uh, it's all those episodes are clearly labeled at the end of episode of season one of the podcast. So again, definitely check that out. Because this is my time, <laughs> I'm also going to plug my other podcast. So. Again, I I was doing film reviews on this podcast when it was just the Bibbs Corner podcast. I've now split it into Bibbs Corner Sports and Bibbs Corner Film. Uh, If you watch movies at all, uh, check out Bibbs Corner Film. Uh, I try to keep my reviews pretty tight and I try to avoid spoilers in the main review. Uh, the, The structure for my reviews is in the beginning, I'll give you like a 30 second review of the film where basically I can't give anything away. Uh, in the middle, I do like a full review where I go over the full movie, but I try to avoid spoilers. And then after that, at the end, if I feel like there's things I want to address that does include, include spoilers, I'll put that at the end and I'll advise people to cut it off and come back after you've seen the movie. So those are my reviews. And then usually I try to do like a weekly recap of any movies I saw that week. So if you don't want to listen to the individual episode, you can get the recap at the end of the week. Um, may have some special content coming there as well stay tuned for that and then finally the bibs corner youtube channel i am trying to build that up i've got two big episodes coming i'm going to do the 10 best movies of 2020 and the five worst movies of 2020 uh trying to build that up hit subscribe on my on the youtube channel need to get those subscribers up and if you never watch a video that's fine with me just get those subscribers up And with that, let's get back to Mavs basketball. Hello and welcome back yet again to the Bibbs Corner Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner for all sports content. And let's run down this box score. As always, I begin with whoever played the most minutes and work my way down, starting with the starters and then moving to the bench. So, first, starters, Luca played the most minutes tonight. Uh, 38 minutes, he finished the game with 33 points, 16 rebounds, and 11 assists. He was 12 for 25 from the field. 3 for 10 from 3, it actually felt like he had shot better, but that's actually, I, I think he did that the last game he played as well, 3 for 10. Um was also six for six from the line and he pulled down two of our offensive rebounds if you're just beginning to listen i keep track of who got offensive rebounds to kind of point out effort 
on that front. I believe someone pointed out as well that we are 3-0 when we win the rebound battle, and we did that tonight, obviously. Uh, Lugo had eight turnovers tonight. It is what it is. A couple of those were charges. One thing I did note from him is there was a lot less complaining, likely due to having less frustration since we pretty much led the entire way tonight. Uh, he did get a tech, though, uh, but the refs were handing out techs like firefighters handing out candy at a parade. Um, DFS played the second most minutes, uh, 32 and a half. He had nine points, four boards, an assist, a steal, and a block. He was three for eight from the field and two for five from three. Uh, people are going to point out that he missed some shots tonight, but as I always say, if he can go two for five from three, he had a good night. Uh, he also played some great defense like, on Wall and James Harden, so I'm not going to complain about the game he had. He did his job. Uh, one for one from the line as well, and he did have one of our offensive rebounds. Uh, the person who played the third most minutes tonight was J Josh Richardson, uh, 31 minutes. He had 15 points, one board, and a steal. He uh, had 14 of those points in the first half, really went cold in the second half, had some foul issues, ended up fouling out of the game, actually. Uh, he was 4 for 10 from the field, 2 for 7 from 3, and 5 for 5 from the line, and he did have one of our offensive rebounds as well. Um, after he got cold, he started turning down some looks. There were there was one time where he got into the paint, and I think he thought he was about to get cut off, but the defender had actually moved away, so he had a layup if he wanted it. But he turned around and like kicked it out, and I I, I personally hate that. Uh, he's got to be he's got to be he's got to embrace that Tim Hardaway. Uh, if a bucket is can be gotten, a bucket will be sought, and. Um, get loose because uh we, we could definitely use the scoring the fourth guy who played or the the starter i should say at least that played the fourth most minutes was none other than willie trilly big billy Collie stein getting his first start and completely putting to rest the whole Willie Colley-Stein versus Powell debate if you were on the wrong side of this debate it was not a good night for you Willie Colley-Stein, 15.7 boards, both higher than anything Dwight Powell has done this year. I didn't even double-check that. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it right now because I, 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 I don't need people coming after me. I um, think that Dwight might have had one game where he had more than seven rebounds. We're going to find out real quick. Bear with me, y'all. This is live. This is unfiltered unadulterated y'all are getting the raw product with me doing Google, uh basketball reference searches live searches wow you know what i'm leaving that too because i gotta give it to y'all real you feel me like not nobody's perfect so you gotta hear the imperfections as well and that's an excuse for me not to do any editing by the way uh so game logs for dwight powlerson Yes, he did have an eight-rebound game. I wasn't tripping. So, yeah, one eight-rebound game. The rest of them were four or less rebounds. And averaging on the year five points, four boards. So, again, Willie Colley-Stein, 15 and 7. Completely blew him out of the water. Also had uh, two assists, a steal, and a block. 
It was five for seven from the field, five for six from the line. He had two of our offensive rebounds. His activity all night was great. He's doing a great job of cutting off drives, uh, guarding on the perimeter, being a threat on the roll, which Dwight has not been. Blame it on the injury if you want. Um, he did have some light in the pants moments where he was bullied in the paint, but it is what it is. Nothing that wouldn't have happened to Dwight Powell if Dwight Powell was even there at that in the paint to to be a threat. Um, and again, Kyle's done twenty four minutes. That's perfectly fine with me. I hope Rick sticks with him in the starting lineup. The fifth starter was Maxi. He only played 18 minutes tonight. Uh, he also had some foul troubles, some weird fouls. Uh, zero points, nine boards, three assists. He was 0 for 1 from the field. And the three that he shot was like a deep three that hit off the front of the rim. Uh, he was looked off twice when he was perfectly wide open off a of screen by Brunson, who, we you know, Brunson gets tunnel vision, so... Should have had two more good looks at a three, but Brunson did not give up the ball and missed both shots, by the way, that he took when he should have passed it to Maxi. Uh, he also turned down two layups that he had when he got inside and passed the ball out. Um, really wish Maxi would be more aggressive, seeking his own shot and scoring. He's percentage wise, he's killing it right now. I think he's still, even considering the miss tonight, he's shooting 50, 40, 90 on the season. Um, he had two offensive rebounds out of those nine boards as well. And we'll move to the bench where Tim Hardaway Jr. has had been moved and he played 31 minutes off the bench. Uh, his, his time was staggered a good bit with Luca to avoid what could happen when he doesn't play with, with Luca usually. Uh, so he actually had 30 points off the bench, seven boards, Two assists, he was 11 for 14 from the field. And I just wanted to let that marinate. 11 for 14 from the field, 8 for 10. 80% from three. I believe coming into this game, again, I saw somebody else point this out. I should probably keep track of who points stuff out instead of saying somebody pointed out. Anyway, he came into this game shooting like 32, 33% from three. He leaves the game shooting 38% from three. Um, complete opposite of the the prior game yesterday where he could not make anything. Tonight, he could not miss anything. Contested off one foot from the left, from the right. He was doing it all uh, tonight. And, uh, you know, you have to take the good with the bad with THJ. He is going to let that thing fly. You just have to hope it goes in. Uh, second off the bench was James Johnson, actually. He played 20 minutes, um, mostly making up for Maxie being in foul trouble. Uh, zero points, three boards, and an assist. He was 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. Wasn't pretty for him tonight. Uh, pretty ugly, actually. Uh, hopefully he figures out his role and his place and how he can be effective in the game without being the opposite, which he's had some moments this season. Third off the bench was yesterday's uh, attempted to be hero, Jalen Brunson. He... uh. Six points and four assists, 0 for 1 from three, 2 for 6 from the field, 2 for 2 from the line, and just basically, you know, he's going to come in and get a couple points. His four assists were not setups. Um, he missed a, f- a few wide-open opportunities for either a, a roll man or a, a pick-and-pop. 
Um, it is what it is. I'm not going to complain too much about Brunson, but, you know, he's just not a playmaker in that second unit, really. Uh, Dwight Powell was the fourth man off the bench. He played 14 and a half minutes, but had a typical Dwight Powell type performance. Two points, two boards, a steal and a block, uh, one for two from the field. He actually, both of his rebounds were offensive, so good for him. Uh, I think him playing against backups is probably for the best. Tonight, it could have went ugly with uh, Cousins being the backup center for the Rockets. But Cousins got himself ejected within like four minutes after looking like prime Shaq when he was out there. So I think that is a low-key slept-on part of why we were able to win this game. Um, Cousins was killing us. Burke uh, played eight minutes, 40 seconds. He had three points and a rebound. He was one for five from the field and one for three from three. And... He's a guy who has not found his way this season. You know, Bubble Bo, Bubble Burke was playing, I guess, for his NBA career, and he secured himself a three-year deal out of it. But he has just not shown up for us in the regular season. You have, we have to hope that that turns around. And if not, then hopefully Rick is willing to try other things. Um, Wesawundu actually played two minutes and 44 seconds. He had a rebound. It was actually probably one of our toughest stretches of the game where we gave up a lead. Uh, in the second quarter, um, it was a bad unit that Rick threw together, quite honestly. I'm not blaming that on Wes in his two minutes and 44 seconds. I will stop to take a breath here because uh, I don't know if I've breathed <laughs> this entire time. Uh, let's see here. Player of the game has to go to Luca again. I try to save it for Luca when he has exceptional performances. A- 30-point triple-double with 16 boards against the Rockets and Harden. Got to give it to him. Uh, He looked like an MVP candidate tonight, which is what we want to see from him, obviously. The tweet of the night goes to Ronnie, R-O-N-N-Y-J-817, who said, seeing Dwight Powell play basketball makes you think maybe you could have made it to the league after all. And I think we've all felt like that at some point. I don't mean to pile on Dwight, but... You know, tonight was a good night for those of us who have been asking for Willie Colleystein to get a chance. Uh, regardless of what happens in any other game, what Willie Colleystein did tonight is something that Dwight Powell is not capable of. Period. He's just not. It's if, To say otherwise, you're lying to yourself. Uh, and you have to start the guy that gives you the opportunity to do those things. If he's in foul trouble, then sure, put Dwight in. But if not, if you can get good minutes out of him, get those good minutes. Don't waste a whole player because he's safer. Um, And that's that on that. My parting thought of the night actually is tied to that. Willie has been freed. Will Rick stick with Willie in the starting lineup until Porzingis is back? We don't know. Uh, our next game is I had to double check the date. It's Thursday against the Nuggets. Uh, another team with a, a dominant type big. So hopefully we we get to see Willie again against another huge big in Jokic who's flexible who plays on the perimeter some and um we'll see if maxi also stays out there in the starting lineup i don't think we need to bring them both up but we'll see 
Uh, I think Rick can be flexible with his lineups. I think he proved that he can move some guys around uh, to give us different looks. Uh, THJ was effective off the bench, so maybe they want to, to keep that rolling as well. So we will most definitely see. Um, so, yeah, my party thought of the night. What did you think of the Willie Colley Stein experience? Uh, is this something that you believe in going forward? Uh, hit me up on Twitter, of course, with your thoughts. I personally was not surprised that he had a great game tonight. I think it's been obvious for a long time, going back to the preseason even, that Dwight Powell just, I mean, he is what he is. You're not going to get an explosive performance from Dwight Powell on either end of the court. And with Willie, you have that opportunity. So uh, the chemistry looked better with Luka. I still think there's room for improvement there as well. Uh, I'd like to see him show some more toughness, but I think that comes with playing time. Like, get him out there, let him get used to banging bodies with people, and maybe you start seeing a little bit more toughness from him. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm excited about the the team right now. Uh, KP could come through any day now. We don't know. They haven't put a date out. They're probably not going to. They're probably going to stun us. Um, but until KP comes back, I want to see Willie. And then when KP comes back, quite honestly, Dwight Powell doesn't have a place in the rotation in my eyes, unless it's for emergencies. Um, it is what it is as far as that's concerned. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I don't know how long this recording has gone. I'm trying to keep these pretty tight. I think we're around 20 minutes or so. So thank you for for sticking in here with me again. Uh, looking forward to the Nuggets game on Thursday. Of course, at all times, you can hit me up on Twitter at Bibbs Corner with any questions, thoughts, opinions, DM me, whatever. Uh, until Thursday, though, peace.